So let's so, uh, let's start this fucking flim flam of a podcast. <laughs> uh, this is Uncle not Sunday go well. talking with Mr. Conroy, longtime friend, first time caller. Um, today we're going to talk about horrible things, the meaning of life, or lack thereof, and just basically have a chat because it's been a while since I spoke to you. It's it been has. Uh, it's been a good time. It- it's been it's been good. Um, I, I've enjoyed my time with you not in my life, because <laughs> uh, yeah, God knows it's valuable. Uh, I, I forgot like... how much of a prick you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, uh, you know, it's it's, it's easily done. You've not you've not known me for for, for terribly long. It's, Just you know, the better years. part of a decade. It's been fucking uh, so long. <laughs> It's never weeping in the corner, day. weeping in the corner. I am a prick, and, and I take a certain amount of pride in that. And that 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 I feel is, yeah, I am, I am, I am a prick. And, and the thing is, the thing is, with with being uh, a self-aggrandizing prick, is that uh, I am absolutely sure how right I am all of the time. Yeah, even yeah. when I'm wrong, uh, like objectively wrong. Mm. That's a good quality to have in a human being, especially if you're going to have lively debates as. No doubt we will as this thing evolves. Okay, so you're saying this is more of a, a pissing contest that me and you are going to have? I like that. That's kind of interesting. To be well, fair, yeah. I wouldn't say pissing contest because obviously if it was a pissing contest, I'd win. You uh, do have a powerful stream. That's true. It's true. Uh, penis the size of a two pence piece, but yeah, yeah. Uh, the the pipe uh, to put out a five alarm fire. And so what, that... what's strange about it is that it's Baltically cold when you piss as well. <laughs> really weird. It's, it is odd, isn't it? You know, it's a strange old, a strange old world. It's even you know. weirder that I know the temperature, but we won't go there. It's just the way it is. No. Well, you know, it's where water sports and hard sports cross over, isn't it? You know, it's that awkward median line that you like to walk. And that's you. You do you. Uh, don't let anyone <laughs> tell you otherwise. You do you, boo. <laughs> I will. Thanks. Appreciate it. So, um, you know, I won't put this on Facebook or announce that you're basically fra- fraternizing with me, a horrible person. I, I don't have a problem with fraternizing with you. It is, it is purely it is purely when we do the Burt Strip segment. <laughs> um, there might be an issue when I say things like, now, hang on, because I've very oh, organized, I've prepared none of this in advance. Uh, Burt Strips into <laughs> Google. So if I were to sort of read, I suppose, any of the following, it'd, it'd really work. Mm, bring it on. Uh, Oh, let's have a look. Um, let's find something media. I don't want to. I don't want to go in hard. So I'm trying to desperately trying to filter. Desperately trying to filter out. So, gee, remember, Bert, deny everything. You didn't see twenty school children. You didn't run over twenty school children. You didn't get out of the car and kill any of the remaining survivors with a lug wrench. You and you especially didn't rape any of the corpses. So, if I were to do something like that. That might have. Are you saying they found... wouldn't appreciate that at work? I, I'm saying that I suspect there would be unforeseen or very much foreseen consequences <laughs> that would result in me being unemployed very quickly. Um, I but, like yeah. it. 
but Bert Strips, it's all about it's all about if 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 you want a definition, if you want to understand yeah. the the burning heart of absurdism, uh that is that is where to start. It's definitely um, the, it is, it's the gift shop of the void, isn't it? But absolutely. It really is. Yeah. And each little 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 image uh peels off another layer of uh surrounding the yawning <laughs> abyss of this creation. Uh, I'll be honest, I didn't realise there were that many. And you you shown me like a fair few, but there are so many more. And they get so much worse as well. Yeah, it's it's like, quite amazing. They they're so dark. Like it it just because like one of the things that shocks me certainly about uh, about the internet is you you kind of have you'll have or certainly I do you have an opinion of how you're perceived by others, don't you? you me. Know, well, no, just people, <laughs> the people guy who general. calls himself Uncle Sunday. Me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Sneaky yeah. Sunday uncle, you yeah, know, yeah. Mr. Tickle, <laughs> horrifying, horrifying on all levels. Pretty much. Uh, the reality is that you generally have a, a, per, uh, a perception of how you're uh, sort of perceived by the outside world. Mm, now, you tend to think of that as largely unique. Mm. Like, even if you, you, you profess that there's no uniqueness there to it, like, you're like, oh, I'm just like everybody else. Yeah. The reality is that you, you have a very uh, dif- uh, sort of strong core self-image yeah. that you think is slightly different or significantly different to those around you, which is fine. I see that. When you read Bert strips, like, I just think there's so many people like me out there in the world. Mm. I don't understand how yeah. that's... How that's even possible, and where have you fuckers been hiding? Is the other factor because yeah. I tell these kind of jokes or make these kind of statements in public settings, and people are fucking horrified. <laughs> Thirty seconds on Google, and I found six point four billion images yeah. Yeah. by separate users that prove that I am in fact in the majority of some sort of unspoken kind. I mean, I recommend you you go on. There's this nice new website called 4chan. There's a lovely little community on there. I think could be uh, right up your alley. So, <laughs> <to speak>. <laughs> so uh, slash B on 4chan. Oh, yeah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know what you're talking about. And I'll thank you not to infer things about my sexual proclivities that are frankly, frankly, none of your business. I sir. mean, we all like anime titties. I mean, <laughs> that is that is a fact, isn't it? You know, that's, I mean, that, that's. Uh, but I'm just saying forward slash B is all I'm saying. Yeah. Uh, uh, I think we're going to go, I'm going to drift slowly into a new segment for Uncle Sunday that I like to call Rory's Corner of Nothingness. Um, Rory's Corner of Nothingness is a relatively simple concept. Uh, I need to tell you, uh, or rather educate those of you that are not aware of how meaningless your lives actually are. Um, and I encompass mine in that statement, it's a fact, but uh, you need to understand how utterly pointless existence is. Mm. So, uh, and how much you should be praying to the non existent gods uh, that entropy swallows us all. Uh, that's, that's, that's really important. Like, regardless of your faith, religion, creed, uh, family upbringing, ancestral her- heritage, None of that's relevant. Just acknowledge the the abyss that will swallow swallow us all is really uh, the best thing for creation. Like, cognition is a mistake. Uh, Sense life 
is a mistake. Jesus, why would you just... Uh, and I'm aware there's an irony in calling out... <laughs> 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 calling out particular name, given the context of the conversation. However, Yogsapoth, uh, you know, whatever, whatever you want to, whatever you want to uh, attribute, it's Fred West. Fred West. Um... <laughs> Great pancakes. Harold Chipman, uh, personal favourite of mine. Now, now, Doris. <laughs> it's just go. It's just go, your... Doris. It's just go. Sorry, sorry, you. Uh... You just sign your uh, worldly goods over to Uncle Shipman, yeah. uh, and everything will be fine. I'll give you that flu shot you've been looking for. Jesus, don't use any of that. Uh, people, still get, people still get dropsy. People still get the dropsy. <laughs> the pops. The uh, okay, so yeah. I think uh, I think we'll we'll conclude Rory's corner of nothingness. There it was beautiful. I think I. We, we we taught a lot of kids something today, and that's that's the main uh, thing. Probably less than they learned about you when they went into the room where you'd written free hugs uh, above the door. But okay, um, yeah, I'm a bit dyslexic. It was free drugs, but I put a H and missed an R. So, <laughs> so it's all right. I shouldn't mock. Uh, it's a disability. It uh, is, and then they were all disabled afterwards as well. So. It's one of those fashionable, dis- fashionable disabilities that people seem to grow when you realise they are shit at writing. I think it's just a disease for uninteresting people. It's like, oh, I have dyslexia. It's like, okay, cool. You're interesting now. So, so Steve, uh, I think... Oh, Uncle Sunday, sorry. You can call me whatever the fuck you want, I don't care. Call me uh, Doris okay. Uh, Doris, uh, how fucking dare you! I, I think, <laughs> I think one of the topics of your of your sort of podcast, uh, the you know the innumerable volume that you've done thus far, mm. i.e. one, um, has been has been horror, uh, and you've talked a little bit about about horror. So I'd like to uh, frame a question to you. Go for it. Bring it on. I ain't scared of nothing. You ain't scared of nothing. You hear that, ladies and gentlemen? Okay. So your favorite Rob Zombie movie. Um, I mentioned this today because it's literally the 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 fifth day of Halloween movie I'm going to watch, which is House of a Thousand Corpses. I think it was his most ambitious piece. I think it's got the most horror tropes that I enjoy in it, and I just think it's just fucking ridiculous for a movie. I just love that movie. It is a great movie. It is, of course, in my mind, second only to uh, Lords of Salem. Uh, yeah, which yeah. was his was his greatest movie. See, that is uh, the most derisive movie I think. People either <laughs> love that movie I, or they hate it. I I have picked that because I know that in passing you have described how 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 few fucks you give for that movie. It's, uh, yeah. So the reality is that I like about three things in it, uh, and it was it was pretty. It wasn't really a horror movie as such. It was just no. essentially like a. It kind of felt like what would happen if you or I ever tried to produce a horror movie. Yeah, it's like if we had <laughs> infinite money. <laughs> that, that's as good as it gets. Yeah, it's, we would have made loads of Salem and no one would have watched it. And no one would have watched it uh, and cared. It's just uh, it's just Rosemary's Baby that someone threw up on. It's literally it, it wasn't it's, as good as Rosemary's Baby. Like Rosemary's Baby is uh, is a fantastic. I do love uh, that movie too. Fantastic movie, but uh, and to be fair, I don't hate Lords of Salem. The Lords of Salem. No, no, it's, uh, it's, 
I like I like the bit at the end with the the Pope's wanking. Yep. Like Wank. Cool. Yep. I mean, Pope's wanking. It's always a. It's always a. It's always a favorite thing. But is it, so, House of a Thousand Corpses is your favorite. It's uh, my favorite uh, Rob Zombie movie. I think The Devil's Rejects, while a superior film, was too polished for for that kind of genre. But I just think House of a Thousand Corpses. He, he just he made a fan film, didn't he? Basically. Uh yeah, I'd say that's fair. Yeah, he just took all of his favorite tropes and put them in into a movie, and it kind of worked, you know. Mm. It was really low budget as well, so and his wife's pretty hot. If I yeah, say so. I mean that is, I mean broken, broken. Yeah. Have you seen Thirty um, One uh, yet? Not yet. It's no. on my on my to do list. Me Obviously, either. I will be legitimately watching it through legal sources as soon as it's possible. <laughs> and in, in no way I'll be pirating it via any of the ubiquitous means that are uh, ever present and very easily accessible. I'd like and to much mention uh, that this podcast is sponsored by Netflix. Tune in, uh, <laughs> tune in this Halloween for your Netflix fix. Okay, back to you. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. No, yeah, Netflix. Uh, you fuckers never should have changed the uh, pox, pro, uh, proxy filtering. I know. Uh, yeah. You twats. Uh, you were absolute everything. twats. You ruined Netflix for me. Uh, Why sorry, is the UK uh, Netflix so bad? The, the thing is, I keep it around because periodically they dump something on there that I actually want to watch. Yeah. yeah. And because I'm paying for it and it's not a huge amount of money, it's less effort to watch it on Netflix than it is to download it illegally mm. and watch it that way, which just goes to show people are prepared to pay for things if the price is reasonable and the content is easily accessible. The reality sense. is, though, these dickhead companies, <laughs> and it's not are making it as hard as they fucking can yeah. to, to sort of you, to, to pay them for the content that you want to see. So if they said to you, Rory, uh, or Steve, rather, Steve, do you First want I'll, to... I'll be like, who the fuck's Rory? Yeah, Who the fuck's Rory for yeah. start? Um, how much, you know, we, we're going to charge you 28 quid a month and you get access to region-free Netflix. You would be like, probably all right with that. You yeah. go, yeah, right. Yeah. That seems, seems legit. That is three times the amount I pay currently, but mm. that seems okay because yep. I'm getting three more than three times the amount of content. Mm-hmm. They don't do that. No. They just say, you're happy with your shitty, shitty amount of content. Uh, you, can watch, <laughs> you can watch Dreamwalkers again. For the fiftieth yep. time, yep. Um, and have it incorrectly categorised as a horror. Um, that is your call. That is your call to mind. Like <laughs> Quaid, Quaid's classics. Yeah, that's. Uh, I, that's um, I watched uh, on Netflix the other day, Candyman Two: Farewell to the Flesh. Wow. Uh, yeah, that's a movie. That is a movie. That was. Weird. Uh, it certainly was. <laughs> I'm a big fan of the first Candyman movie. You it's are, one of my favorite yeah. films. Um, and it doesn't have a huge amount going for it, objectively speaking. And I get that. Yeah. And and <laughs> you kind of had to be there to understand why I like it. But one of the reasons why I like it is it has a uh, a soundtrack composed by the phenomenal Philip Glass. Okay. Uh, and the first fifty percent of the movie. Is excellent. Was that uh, the director that left? That is the director <laughs> that left. The, the the sort of second half of the movie is not so great, yeah. uh, and it's it's a little disappointing because Clive Barker was instrumental in ousting the guy because it mm. wasn't gory enough. 
So this guy wanted to make this art house kind of uh, cerebral horror movie mm. about blurring the lines between madness and sanity uh, in respect of modern urban myths. And he so, just had a big fucking hook and just cut people up. He, he, he did have a big fucking hook and he did gut people and eviscerate yeah. people. I've got no real great problem with that, and it wasn't it wasn't a terrible movie. It just but, came uh, out of left field, didn't it? I suppose a little bit. Well, I don't know. I don't know. They they did set set it up that the Candyman was. Although did they? They did it in the second film because I just watched it. They did the whole slavery thing. And... Oh, maybe I'm blurring the films together. <laughs> yeah, because he was like bang, banging a white chick, and they weren't happy with that, so they sawed his hand off and put bees on him. Yeah, they gave him the Nick Cage. <laughs> talk about there's, great there's horror movies. Talking about great horror movies. Let's talk about Wicker Man. Uh, uh, it's, it pains me because I love the original so much. It's so good. Uh, Christopher Lee in a wig in oh, drag. Just uh, it's phenomenal. So, some traveller folk moved into the field uh, next door nice. to us on mass. Nothing wrong with that. That's mm. fine. That's that's there. That's as they there. all want to do. As they all <laughs> want to do. I have got zero. I give zero fucks about their yeah, movements. They are welcome fucks. to stay in that field if it pleases them. Mm. Now, my view doesn't reflect the majority of those in the area, but that's hardly the point. They've mm. got my blessing. What was interesting is was there was a bit of an old storm. Um, mm that sort of sort of struck and uh the neighborhood was gripped in the throes of cataclysmic thunder and lightning a beautiful way with words thank you i try (laughs) um the next morning at dawn's early light uh i i i left uh my abode and began the long and torturous trawl towards the hell pit where i served my sentence for (laughs) all of the nameless terrible you know what you did you know what you did you know what I do. It's mm. fine. Um, but as I was, I was making my um, ascent uh, on yonder hill, on yonder mm. Stygian peak, um, there was a, a a herd, a flock. I don't know what the appropriate. Um, yeah, the plural is gaggle. <laughs> a, a gaggle of horses, um, <laughs> just completely unrestrained, yeah. uh, very poorly kept like covered in shit and mud and sort of scabies and whatever other kinds of and this is i'm sure in no way the the caretaker's faults i'm sure these are just disease animals that they happen to have lying around and i'm sure they had much finer examples of uh stallion stock uh that didn't escape but these fuckers escaped Mm. and uh we're just (laughs) running running. (laughs) in the middle of the area in which i live and I remember seeing it and thinking, "Am I high? Is this? Is this?" And like, I was waiting for the um, the pumping uh, disco beat, and then "Goodbye horses, <laughs> yeah, I'm yeah. crying over you." But it didn't happen. No. It was it was a genuine thing that happened. It, it was, was real uh, life. It was real life. I'm not mentally ill. Well, I am. Well, or maybe. well, well. Well, certainly the end of days. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Birmingham's probably a knife collecting sociopath. That's that's pretty much. <laughs> my, uh, uh, how how my, many is is collecting? More than two? Do you think? Then you're a collector. I think I think that, I think that collect to, to define collecting, it isn't the volume that you retain; mm. it's the need. Right. So it's when you see a knife, either online or 
in a shop or you know wherever you see it or if you see it in someone's house and you try and steal it mm. uh, it's it's that it's that visceral need okay to just hold it you got a real and desire for knives yeah okay this is this is so i'm suggesting that that's what makes a collector because a collector i mean you could put an you could try and put an arbitrary figure on it but like most people own more than three knives or own yeah. more than four knives or five knives or ten knives mm. So what makes the collector? And then you have to say, oh, is it the type of knife? But when you're sort of nitpicking like that and you're saying it's the type of knife that you collect that yeah. makes you a collector. Well, if I collect specifically uh, restaurant-grade um, <laughs> kitchen knives, what if that's my thing? What if that's my, my particular bent? Could be. You can't do it. Could be, could be, you know. It's like me with uh, KFC. It's the desire. That's all it is. It's, it's, the, it's the overwhelming desire for yeah. children. Sorry, and, KFC. And uh, the self-loathing. Well, and the yeah. self-loathing. Yeah. Uh, do you know what? Fried chicken is man's best friend. It's fucking It's delicious. Or is, or is in the Yulin Dog Festival. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> there's much to be said for a, a fried chicken. I think. It's it's one of them. It's not it's not it's not ideal for your cardiovascular system. How dare uh, you? How fucking dare you? <laughs> fucking dare you? Come into my well, house. I'm, not... <laughs> <laughs> I'm like literally, I couldn't be further away from you. Shut up. Um, Creating the illusion that this we're not. And I like to think the reason why you were late on joining this podcast was because you were in a queue for KFC. I was having getting... just wank, <laughs> crying into my room. <laughs> Just Oculus. wanking and using your tears as lube. I was crying but, into my own feculence. But you could have done that. You could have done that. You could have done that as part of the... Uh, could have gone to KFC. Yeah. <laughs> he went into a greasy chicken bucket. Um, <laughs> and that's, used, a, that's how I like to eat all my meals. Like a fucking God. animal in a bucket. And used your, used your semi-coagulated semen as a face <laughs> for a baby. Hey... That's fair. That's fair. It's fair. Uh, so, hey, let's let's get back to the topic at hand because I feel there we, was a topic. Fuck. There was a topic that, and also you fuckhead. Uh, it's your job as the podcast host to set the topics. Nah, you can't just Bullshit. bring this shit on me on and do ad lib stream of consciousness <laughs> bollocks in the hopes that you get seven minutes of usable footage out of two hours of recording. That is not that is not a professional way of approaching a podcast. I'm just saying, it's your podcast, you do what you want. <laughs> but uh, I'm suggesting that things would go slightly faster and slightly easier if we had an idea of topics, questions, and things that we, we wanted to discuss. Just saying. First uh, of all, you've thrown a lot of big words around, and I'm going to take them as disrespect, so watch your mouth. <laughs> <laughs> what you got there, man? What you got there, man? Uh, secondly, I just wanted a bit of a chat. Because I haven't spoken to Rory Conroy probably since the last house party that we went to. That's true. This is the reason I wanted to start doing podcasts because I think one of the things you can get out of it is if you talk to a lot of people, you get a lot of different points of view, which I really think That's true. is interesting. No, no. All of them will be wrong, but mine. Yeah. But that's 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 why we did yeah. you first, Rory. That's why we did me first. You're the precedent. Uh-huh. So yeah. So I've, I'm doing like a a month long, like Halloween thing where I watch a new horror movie each day. So I'm gonna need like a bunch of 
suggestions. So if you have, if you're listening to this, all five of you, um, if there's any suggestions you have for horror films and stuff, let me know or let Rory know. Serbian film. Yeah. Sorry. I've watched Serbian film before. I don't think I'd care to watch it again. Uh, <laughs> you see, uh, you see those. You and I are on two different <laughs> ways. You just have it on loop, basically, get you through the day. I don't know. That that movie wasn't even that bad. It wasn't a bad movie. It wasn't a bad movie. People criticise it because it was dark, but so what? Who gives a fuck? Like, have you watched those Lars von Trier films, the um, Nymphomaniac? They're worse. They're, They're way worse. Way worse. They are bleak films, man. It's like nine hours long, and it's just all bad. It's it's not great. It's not great. It, it to be fair, I enjoyed watching them. Just I couldn't of... stop watching. Like I watched the second one straight after the first one because it was so like enthralling. Was that because you hadn't achieved climax? Yeah, four hours in, and I was getting the blue balls. <laughs> 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 no, it was just a really bleak film with a really really bleak ending. It was it was a really bleak film with a really bleak ending. It was a great movie. I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I think <laughs> the that the uh, two thumbs up. It, it, well, for me, it's I like bleak cinema, uh, oh, which is I'm, why. I'm to, sorry, I meant to ask you, what was that movie we watched at Steve's? I think it was Swedish, like turn, <gasps> turn of the century. You mean my favourite horror film of all time, Steve? Is that what you're referring I, I to? I think so, yeah. A film that many of our listening public will not have been exposed to because they are ignorant. Well, I only uh, watched it the one time, and I'd like to watch it again. Uh, well, it is, in fact, called Sauna. Sauna, um, that's what it is. And, well, technically, it's not called Sauna. The English title of the movie is Sauna. The bastardisation. Yeah, yeah the Swe- I think the Swedish version was Filth. Uh, yeah, it was uh, it was produced and released in two thousand and eight, um, and is one of the finest pieces of nihilistic yeah. horror. To I gotta of... say, great fucking movie. Great movie, great just movie. just perfect, perfect movie. The ending was phenomenal. I thought it's it's the high point for me of of horror of that decade. Like it was just brilliant. Like I can't like, I can't put another movie bar. The Silent Hill movie that came out on the same kind of level, like cinematically and stuff. Uh, it's 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 a weird one, isn't it, to categorise? Because yeah. it's so dark. It the feels very was... Japanese, doesn't it? It really did. It was, it, it was a great movie. It was a great movie, and I really like the Silent Hill movie. So there's there's currently of the four people who you think are probably might be and or listening to this recording. They were. I'm never putting are... this out. This is. <laughs> This is this is never going anywhere. Yeah, they are scurrying to their keyboards over your comment about Silent Hill movie being good. It now, is good. it is good. It's objectively good. I agree entirely. They are they are wrong, uh, and they need to rewatch it with an open mind. Yeah. If they still disagree, having done that, they can introduce themselves to my crossbow. Uh, so there's there that. Go. Uh, good old threats. Did you find the thing you were trying to find? Oh shit! Yeah, 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 I did. Uh, so, Emil Chuan, uh, uh, he's a he's a he's a nice fella, and he has some great quotes. And one of his quotes is, "Ennui is the echo in us of time tearing itself apart," which I thought was really beautiful. Hmm. That's uh, life creates itself 
Yeah, he's super bleak. Life mm. creates itself in a delirium and is undone in ennui. Uh, and that's it. That's his. He was. He was. He was uh, a super sad guy. Yeah, bit samey. Killed himself. Did kill himself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's fine. I'm actually reading another book at the moment. Shocking for me to read on there. But it's. Well, um... Have you got somebody translating it into Tiptonese? <laughs> yeah, Gaelic. <laughs> <laughs> no. Um... It's a pipe. <laughs> <laughs> It's just. I just watch Snatch backwards and then I get the gist of it. No, it's called Iron John. You ever heard of it? Iron John? No, I do not believe that that has. It's basically like um, trying to get in touch with like the male um, masculine psyche, like what makes a man do man things. It's really interesting. And how effectively, like, your mother uh, controls you until you basically break free of her. Otherwise, she will always control you and you'll never be. See, I mean, he was a bit under the Freud thumb there, I think. I mean, to be fair, everything you've just said screams uh, uh, sort of, what's it, complex, not electric, because that's the opposite one. Oedipus. 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 Um, so the, the premise was that there's, in every man, there's a savage man that lives in water, effectively. And he's a hairy, horrible man. Then he lives in the woods. And if if you go alone, basically, he'll kill you. And if you tell people you're going, you know, you'll find him and then you lock him up. It's a whole fucking thing. Uh, effectively, the, the savage man is who you want to be. And if you lock him up, it's who you could be. And... Blah, blah, blah. It's it's a really interesting read. I recommend it. I assume the Iron John reference is from the Grimm Brothers Grimm. It is, yeah. That's it's yeah. literally that fairy tale, yeah. And he's, he's okay. just drawing conclusions from that fairy tale. The boy with the golden hair and all that stuff. Do you know what's a really great? And I'm not criticizing you, your opinions, your influences, his influences, or any other. Uh, any other thing that you've just said, but right. do you know what's a really great medium for sort of psychoanalysis? Go for it. Uh, it is a book that was written in 1812, um, and is ostensibly a book of fairy tales because they are going to be the bob on to the minute, uh, incisive <laughs> descriptions of the human condition well, that, as you exist. That is today. literally what the guy says in his book. He's like, dude, we've got all of our life lessons already. They were written thousands of years ago. There's no new fucking knowledge. Like we I, all, don't know. I don't know if that's true, though. We all know we're all fucking animals, basically. Yeah, no, that's fair. Uh, but, like, in terms, of, in terms of the whole new knowledge thing, like, I, I genuinely think that if you took a person from sort of... 1812 and put them in a room with a person from 2012 mm. they would literally struggle to communicate yeah they would not understand each other like they would be I speaking mean, yeah the same communication way. would be difficult but would they have the same like psyche would their mentalities be the same as my question. well i think i think that one drives the other but i don't know the uh, for, for me my theory is that um you the, the core dri- behavioural drivers, it's like comparing a person from ancient Samaria to a person from Tipton. 
racist. Like, <laughs> right, they're both right, really racist. No, I get no, it. I get it. I do. But they're they're not gonna they're not gonna understand the the the, the each other's world. Mm. Like you could say to an ancient Sumerian, "Oh, look at that beautiful ziggurat." So uh, <laughs> to a person from Timpson, you get stabbed. Yeah, uh, you really take a, it as offence. That's <laughs> not really a. I don't know. That's just my two cents. I think that people, uh, he, as human beings, we've we are a, almost an entirely different species. Like. You've got augmentation now that just didn't exist, mm. like even ten years ago. So we've got a little box of answers in our pocket all yeah. of the time, uh, and we didn't have that ten years ago. Well, there's a theory and- that like um, that this instant access to so much information is causing a lot of anxiety disorders and mental illnesses because we shouldn't, as an animal, have this much information. Maybe, maybe. You know? I've never heard of that, but uh, mm. that sounds kind of plausible. Mm. Um, like you see but, all the bad news from all around the world all the time. <laughs> and it, it can get probably so, on a subconscious level. Yeah, it could get to you. Yeah. Obviously, if you've got feelings, uh, nah. programmed like a normal human. I don't know, man. It's, it is a weird thing. It is a weird thing. But I, I genuinely think that there is, as a species, uh, same two arms, two legs, head, mm-hmm. um, same digestive system, same endocrine system, same uh, sort of uh, gastrointestinal system. It's all it's all good. It's all the same. Mm. Uh, cardiovascular, all, all identical. But cerebrally, the the wiring of modern people is probably quite different. It would be to, interesting to, to compare, wouldn't it, if you could? Well, yeah, if you could, mm. uh, I suppose that's a, that's the question. Uh, you, you you just can't do it. There's no way. If uh, what would be interesting to do is they set a bench line now, so get Joe Everyman do a a neural scan. Um, well, I think all social media is your bench line, isn't it? Like, see how it changes in fifty years. I mean, potentially that that will give you a way of understanding the social changes. Mm. But what I'm what I'm actually postulating because I think there's probably a physiological change okay. there. Yeah. Um. So like, uh, the the actual wiring of the brain has physically changed to accommodate uh, something. I could be wrong, but it's just uh, my gut thing. Already is established that... that you can't be wrong. So <laughs> there is that. <laughs> but like, kids kids today are capable of using bits of tech that would have been literally yes see that's interesting Uh, like like we seem to be you know rapidly learning how to use tech earlier and earlier you know in our lives well yeah that's it that's what i'm talking about that's the that's the kind of uh, kind of thing i'm referring to it's it's a strange it's a strange phenomenon where you've got people learning how to use tech that's taken me you know (laughs) we won't say how many years (laughs) Five years. <laughs> so, do you think? Uh, think the the reality for the future, if we don't all die, obviously, is um, like microcephalic heads that are just filled with knowledge and not much else in the physical, just <laughs> fucking floating. Around yeah, I'm 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 thinking that the 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 future of the human race, if it has a future at all, um, is and if you can still call it the human race after this, is is literally the. Uh, the singularity, so mm. uploading consciousness to the great machine. Yeah, um, I think that's the and, way it's going to go, isn't it? Like 
everything's going to be machine. The flesh is too weak. The flesh is the flesh is weak. Yeah, the, the spirit is willing, but the flesh is weak. So <laughs> man overcame the flesh using his brain yeah. as opposed to praying to a dead god. Uh, <laughs> <it's> the... <laughs> so to sum up, is there anything else you want to tell the audience before we say? Um, your gods are a lie. Mm. You people are the worst. <laughs> uh, fuck everyone yeah. and roll on entropy. That's that's pretty. <laughs> Where I'd, where I'd like to leave on. Um, that is, oh, uh, how and, and go review Bert strips because if you don't find that shit funny, there is nothing here for you. There is nothing here for you, Rory. You've been enjoying an absolute pleasure. I hope to have you. Well, on thank again. you for having me on yeah. your. Like, thank you for having me on your little uh, little show. Um, it's been it's been. An, Enjoyable. Just remember, Steve, nothing even matters. <laughs> uh, See you later, darling. Bye, baby.